let's get the podcast running. So, it's Big John. It's the same old same with a little tweak. Uh, Change the name of the podcast to Back to Panic Attack. The Panic Attack. And you can still find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. While I fire one up, uh, sit back, relax, maybe. Supreme Court made a great decision involving your right to arm bears and 15 rhino Republicans and all 50 Democrats made a bad decision on the new gun control act so we'll see how this goes talk some things here but get one smoke get a stogie going first turn some jams up for you So what news is good news? We're still awaiting (coughs) Well, still awaiting me to sneeze. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happens in Ohio when you go to sleep and it's hot out and you wake up with the fan on in your face and it's now cold. So it's kind of early in the morning, but I got some work to do. And uh, I saw these decisions come yesterday. And we're still waiting the big decision on abortion from the Supreme Court. It may come today uh, as of star date June 24th, 2022. It's a Friday. (laughs) And if uh, the decision that changes Roe v. Wade and sends the right to legislate abortion back to the states, then we'll have riots this weekend. Well, let's start off with these uh, rhinos. So the Senate approved, uh, this is from Reuters, by the way. Senate approved in a 65-33 vote uh, the first gun control legislation to pass in three decades in a country with the highest ownership per capita in the world. We have about 300 million people, and there are over 300 million guns in the United States. And you've got to realize 
so the uh, not everyone in the United States literally owns a gun or two. Uh, there are collectors. There are people that own, you know, a, a gun for self-defense, a hunting, a hunting rifle, pardon me, and things of that nature. So, uh, and this this isn't true. Reuters has part of this wrong. The most. Uh, gun ownership per capita in the world and the highest number of mass shootings annually among wealthy nations. Uh, no, we're actually number 11. It depends on what you consider a wealthy nation. But if you look at the, the first world nations, we're number 11. Uh, now... I don't know, is China considered a wealthy nation? Because they have like zero gun ownership in private hands. Everything is the military or the police. Canada, there's very low gun ownership. It's about to get even less uh, with Mr. Justin Trudeau's latest actions so well and the actions of parliament Trudeau thinks he's a dictator but I think he's a dick something else but uh, anyways so the bipartisan there's one of their liberal favorite words bipartisan uh, legislation will help to protect Americans kids in schools and communities will be safer because of it President Biden said following the vote, the House of Representatives should promptly vote on this bipartisan bill and send it to my desk. So he's happy as a hoot and a holler about his minor accomplishment. But... This wasn't as big of a win for him and the Democrats as they thought. I, however, am a lot less optimistic than some Republicans and some supposedly conservative gun owners on this. Uh, the bill which supporters say will save lives is modest. It's most in straight... Pardon me. It's most important restraint on gun ownerships with gun ownership would tighten background checks for would-be purchasers convicted of domestic violence or significant crimes as juveniles. Now, this is important because Wait one second, I have to relight. I, for one, do not call the Uvalde shooter a legal gun owner. Uh, he was arrested 
four years ago for threatening to shoot up his school his senior year. <laughs> yeah, you heard that right. Four years ago, he threatened to shoot up his school and was arrested. That should have stayed on his background and stopped him from purchasing these guns at a gun store legally. Sorry, I told you it was early in the morning here. Pro. Here we go. Uh, Republicans refuse to compromise on more sweeping gun control. Eh, I don't know. Maybe just enough Republicans that it wouldn't have passed. But you still had the rhinos uh, like Mittens and uh, the, the guy from the Carolinas. Um, anyways. And Mitch McConnell, they were ready to compromise. They're trash. These 15 Republicans, let me go back here. We got to find them, find out who they are. Scott Bayo, Chachi from Happy Days, move to Utah and run against Mittens Romney. I will be your campaign manager. That, that guy's just got to go. Uh, Lindsey Graham, that's what it was from... Uh, the Carolinas, he has got to go. Mitch McConnell, got to go. They all got to get <clears throat> primaried out. When Republicans take back the House and the Senate this fall and take control January 1st, every damn Republican that is elected has got to stand up in the Senate against Mitch McConnell as the Senate Majority Leader. He has to be voted out of that position. He is a crooked rhino, Grant, Granny Clampett and General Akbar's bastard child has got to be voted out of leadership in the Senate. He's a big white Guggenheimer. Put Tim Scott in leadership. Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz... Rand Paul, somebody conservative in there, instead of that old white jabber-jowled old man. All right, pardon me. Back to the, the story here. Republicans refuse to compromise on a more sweeping gun control measure favored by filthy Democrats and senile, tired old man who's been elected King Biden. Such a ban on assault rifles and high-capacity magazines. Nobody knows what the hell an assault rifle is. You've got guns that look scary. Oh, gosh, that gun just looks so scary to me. I'm scared. It looks something badass. It looks like something the Army would carry. Oh, heavens to Betsy. Uh, you know, a lot of shootings take place in fact I, I think the, the largest the most killings pardon me, take place or happen with handguns now I don't want to see handguns banned obviously but 
you don't know what an assault rifle is. Secondly, there are no, no, and to the O, no, 100 round magazines. There are no 300 round magazines. I don't care if you... There are no uh, 300 round magazines, as I was saying, okay? That just doesn't work, okay? that I've never seen anyone, even uh, a collector or uh, somebody with a AR-15 semi-automatic rifle, uh, an M16, an AK-47, None of these have a 300 round magazine. Okay, the magazine is what holds the bullets in case you didn't know that. Now, over here at the conservative Wall Street Journal, they have an op-ed. And they say that it's more important to look at what isn't in the bill. Uh, it, right here it says, it's an acknowledgement of what isn't in the bill, not a flagship provision of the left's gun control oops, legislator gun control agenda. No universal licensing no bans on classes of firearms or types of magazines. No raising the purchase age or limits on firearm purchases. No national database to track gun owners. This does, however, the, the biggest sticking point on this is it opens the door for states to get or to start the quote-unquote red flag laws and some of these grants and some of this money that they're giving out for school safety and so on uh, it has an attachment to it where your state has to have red flag laws in order to get some of those grants. Uh, the Wall Street Journal op-ed goes on to say, instead of overwhelming, the, the overwhelming bulk of this, pardon me, quote, gun, end quote, bill, consists of provisions aimed at mental health, school safety, and tougher prosecution of gun crimes. Uh, and... Those are all good things. But what about what do I always say? If you give liberals an inch, they'll take a mile. They're cold, they're calculated. They will they will fail this go round. Okay? They'll fail this go round. They failed. Okay? This had none of the big big ticket items 
they wanted in it. But it's a step. The red flag laws are a step in a direction. Okay? Now, it consists of provisions aimed at mental health, school safety, and per, uh, prosecution of gun crimes. Tougher prosecution. Okay. Uh, this uh, writer, Kimberly Strassel, uh, says, This is precisely where conservatives have insisted for years that the federal focus needs to be. Even Democrats admit their standard uh, prescriptions are non-starters and make a deal anyway. That's a notable political moment. GOP gripes aside that small changes uh, the bill makes to existing gun laws are items, even the Second Amendment stalwarts in an in parenthesis that says, like this columnist, can support. Uploading juvenile education and mental health records to back the background check system is a no-brainer. So, and I do agree that the uh, a mental health uh, issue uh, provision you should bar you from owning a gun. Sorry to say it. Okay. Um, You know, there are some people that just shouldn't be or not mentally capable of handling that responsibility. Now, you know, the Columbine kids, would this have stopped them? I don't know. Well, they, they stole their guns from their parents' houses, you know. Uh, you know, there have been people that have taken a gun from a family member, killed the family member, and then went out and killed other people. Um, this Uvalde guy, that's that was his his thing. Well, he went and bought his guns legally. So I, he didn't steal them from a relative. But he shot Grandma in the head. You know, he had bad parents, from what I understand. Uh, but the big thing was, he shouldn't have been allowed to own a gun because he was convicted at, uh, four years earlier of threatening to shoot up his school. He was arrested, pardon me. I don't know what the whole outcome of that case was. I don't think he spent time in jail. But he definitely, I'm sure, went through some mental back or mental health evaluations, and that should have been added to the gun registry. Um... Uh, let's see here. She says blowing out 18 candles doesn't somehow make one a law-abiding citizen. Well, uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> it makes you old enough to legally carry a weapon in the military. Makes you old enough to vote. It's two years past being old enough to drive. Uh, the 
the legal drinking age in the United States used to be 19. And even then, people were drinking at a younger age. But, and the truthfully, the legal drinking age should be 18. We need to lighten the fuck up in this country some. Uh, but anyways, in some places in Europe, the legal drinking age is 16. So, <laughs> uh, you know, in fact, somebody told me, college professor, told me in his day when you were, uh, 18, you could drink light, what we call light beer now. Beer with a lower alcohol percentage. Um, well, everything's light beer now, because we're kind of, anyways, unless it's a craft beer. But anyway, um, so anyway, at eighteen, you're legally old enough to do a lot of things, and I guess now kids that hunt are going to have to go and their parents will have to own the gun and they'll have to borrow the gun off of their parents or a relative. Uh, still problematic. Now, I'm interested to see... I, I'm started down a road here. Hold on. The Democrats will take this loss... And they'll wait, and they're going to lose a lot of seats in November. They're going to lose control of the House and the Senate. And odds are in 2024, they're going to lose the White House. They're fine with that. The AOCs uh, of the, the uh, Congress, the Rashida Tlaibs, the Ilhan Omars, all of them, uh, up-and-coming super liberals of the Democrat Party will hold this back. Well, they will, I mean, they'll vote for this. This will pass. But they will wait for the next fight. They'll come back at us four, five, ten years from now and say, look, you didn't go far enough. When we have an even more liberal president who's probably coherent, okay, maybe one of the squad somehow gets elected president, and they go and we have more mass shootings, or we still have gun violence in the streets of Chicago. Whatever it takes, right? They'll come back at this and say, Oh, look, you did, we didn't do enough in 2022. We've got to do more. Okay, so they will build on this. They will build and build and build on this. All right? Going way back to the 1960s, I've always heard that the liberal... Uh, the liberals, they said, you know, don't go into business, don't go into politics, don't do any of that. 
be a teacher. Teach. Teach the young kids to hate America. That was the the communist. Uh, yeah, there's no other way to put it. The socialist communist plot. Teach. Now, in 2022, I challenge ye to go to every college campus in America and find a conservative professor. A professor that doesn't interject their opinion into everything from English lit, uh, your basic college English class, to math, <laughs> to certainly in the political science departments, the history departments, the the civics, the government department. Uh, in those classes, you're all taught that America is the worst nation on earth and you should hate yourself for being an American. So, let's hold up, wait a second. Uh, see where Clarence Thomas and the Supreme Court ruled on some things. There was a major ruling on the New York concealed carry uh, law that came down that will affect other states also. So be right back in a minute. So, we have a negativity towards uh, gun ownership. <laughs> and now we have a positivity. The background to this is the state of New York had a stringent gun law. Okay, they said that in order to carry a concealed weapon in New York, you had to have a reason. Let's see how they, they worded it exactly. So... Justice Clarence Thomas, this is from cbsnews.com. Justice Clarence Thomas delivered the majority opinion for the ideologically divided court, writing that New York's, quote, proper cause requirement, end quote, prevented law-abiding citizens from exercising their Second Amendment right and its licensing regime is unconstitutional. So in New York, one, it's very expensive to get uh, a concealed carry license and to carry a gun with all of their regulations and, of course, taxes uh, and things of that nature. You have a guy like Howard Stern who is one of the most revered or reviled people 
on Earth, depending on which side you're on. Uh, I used to find him entertaining. He, he's gone so far liberal uh, and is so wackadoo anymore. Not that he was ever conservative. Uh, I I just don't I don't get him. Um, uh, he's older now, you know. Um, of course, you know things change as you get older. But it, he has had a concealed weapons license for a long time because of death threats. A lot of your New York politicians, your celebrities, your wealthy that live in New York carry a concealed weapon. They say, you know, there are death threats on me because I'm famous, so I should carry a concealed weapon. And Howard has talked about it on his show. I'm just using him as one example of an elite celebrity who has the privilege under New York law to carry a weapon. Now, it's going to be interesting with this new mental health provision that's in the gun control bill that just passed the Senate if he gets to keep or if he gets to purchase a firearm down the road. Uh, I don't think they're going to come confiscate your firearms if you're crazy. But if he goes through the background check process again, and it comes up in there that you know he's on psychological medicine, and he probably is, uh, that he sees a psychiatrist, which he does, and now he's disqualified from owning a gun. Ooh, that could be scary. In, in his opinion, okay, the official conservative six members of the Supreme Court that voted to strike down New York's bill, or law, pardon me, New York's uh, concealed carry law. This is awesome. The, what Clarence Thomas, you can like feel in his words, one, the intelligence of this man, two, he has been waiting his whole Supreme Court career to write this opinion. You can just feel it in his, his words. And it's so eloquent eloquent. He says, the constitutional right to bear arms in public for self-defense is not a second-class right, subject to an entirely different body of rules than the other Bill of Rights guarantees. We know of no other constitutional right that an individual may exercise only after demonstrating to government officers some special need. That is not how the First Amendment works when it comes to unpopular speech or the free exercise of religion. It is not how the Sixth Amendment works when it comes to a defendant's right to confront a wit the witness against him. It is not how the Second Amendment works when it comes to public carry for self-defense. Now, obviously, if you've been listening to me, watching me, 
I'm a big advocate of constitutional carry for self-defense. Okay? And let's see where this goes now. Does this make constitutional carry a national right? Uh, a lot of states, some, I shouldn't say a lot, five other states have this uh, law where you have to show cause to carry a weapon. So now what, about 23 or 25 states have constitutional carry where you go buy your gun, you pass your background check, and you can carry a concealed weapon. The exemption to that is uh, public places where they have the sign up, don't carry a weapon in here. Uh, obviously schools, you cannot carry a weapon uh, into a school. Uh, government buildings that are supposedly already secured, like a courthouse or a federal building, you can't carry a weapon in there, which I think that's kind of stupid. Um, I think if you've passed your background check, you should be able to carry a weapon because criminals will always find ways to break those laws. Okay? The guy that wants to be a mass shooter or the girl that wants to be a mass shooter will always find a way to break the law. But according to the Supreme Court... Sorry, I'm returning a text message. Um, so, here we go. Alright, back to this. Does this open us up to constitutional carry nationwide? I think that it should. If you go into a courthouse, let's say, and some maniac uh, who was a law-abiding citizen but disagrees with a judge's decision, they, you know, theoretically, I guess, the reason for them not being allowed to carry a weapon into the courthouse would be that, you know, they could snap and start shooting uh, in a courtroom, let's say. But if you had 10 other people in that courtroom that can defend themselves, uh, including the judge, uh, usually the bailiff has a gun, and usually there are sheriff's deputies or police officers around the courthouse. But that, 
that person who has lost their shit over a judge. I'm talking extreme example because that's one of the places you cannot carry a weapon. You have 10 other people. They can take that shooter down quicker than waiting for the bailiff. You know, I mean, if I'm the active shooter, the first person I'm going to take a shot at is going to be the bailiff and then the judge because who's the biggest threat to me in that courtroom? You know, unless the judge is packing and five or six other people in there are packing heat. You know, it's the person in the courtroom with the gun. Um, you know, schools, I agree. Tom, Dick, and Harry should not be allowed to carry a weapon. But the teachers, the, the janitors, the principal the school pastor in one place, those people should be allowed to carry because they've already passed other background checks, okay? They've passed a lot of background checks to be allowed to work in that school. Then they pass their uh, background check for the purchase of the weapon. So your school staff your school staff should be allowed to carry a weapon to protect the children. Nothing is going to stop a crazed lunatic like the Uvalde shooter, like the Columbine maniacs. Okay, the kids at Columbine, they set up bombs in their school, and their plan was to catch their classmates as they were running out of the school. What went wrong was the bombs didn't go off, so they had to go into the building and start shooting with uh, shotguns and pistols. One or two teachers with guns could have stopped that. Could have stopped that whole Columbine massacre like that. You feel me? So that's where we are with this. But now the Supreme Court has ruled six to three, the six conservative judges, the constitutional judges, uh, evidently now that there's strength in numbers, <laughs> Thomas and Scalia and Coney Barrett and Kavanaugh have rubbed off on uh, Roberts and he's now back to being a conservative. Uh, so they have ruled that constitutional carry is a right in the United States. All you need is the Second Amendment. So with that, God bless America. Watch out for those liberals. They're crafty. They're crazy like a fox. 
They'll lose a battle today if it opens a door to win the battle tomorrow or the next day or the next 10 years. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Check you next time on the panic attack. Sorry, I had a real business deal going on that was causing me to stop and text during the uh, during the, the little broadcast here, but that's what it is when you work for yourself. You gotta take some pauses. You gotta relight your stogie every now and then too. God bless y'all.